you also go home or you go wherever and you're like, oh, am I the only one that's not feeling this? Yeah. Like, that's the feeling is like when you're feeling yeah. like everybody's like, yes, 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 yes. And then you're like, okay, <laughs> and if I'm not feeling that, like it's definitely just me. This is Boss Ladies. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on Boss Ladies. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Oh, likewise. I'm super happy to be here and I'm so excited to hear more about you and about this conversation and keep it going, you know? <laughs> so why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and sort of how you got to where you are now and how you decided to found Be The Method? Yeah. So I, I grew up in Hawaii. Um, I was a dancer my whole life. I actually was born with a very slight scoliosis. Um, so as a child, I didn't, you know, I, I was aware of it, but it what didn't really affect me. You know, you're a kid and I was dancing and I was doing all these things and I'm just like, okay, whatever. I didn't really, I didn't really like know what exercise was at the time because dance was exercise for me. So mm-hmm. I didn't really pay attention to my body necessarily in the way that I guess, you know, I do now. Um, but so, you know, I grew up dancing and swimming and that was always a huge piece of my life. And I loved math. So I kind of like decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go the math route because I knew that professional dancing wasn't in my cards for, for my entire life, partially because <laughs> I, like, I loved it, but I just was like, I was realistic about my skill and like the fact that I was like, okay, auditioning and all of that just felt like super scary. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go the math route. Um, so I went to college and I graduated with a math econ degree and I kind of started putting dance aside, like maybe halfway through college. I mean, for obvious reasons, like boys and partying and drinking and all of that stuff. And I was like, I don't know if I have time to do all of this, but, but anyway, so, um, so I kind of like slowed down on the dance front and started, I was like, okay, well I need to exercise. And, you know, in college, it was like, no, we all kind of were like bouncing off of each other. You do what your friends are doing. And all my friends mm-hmm. were like, okay, we're going on the treadmill. We're just going to like spend hours and hours on the treadmill. And just like, I guess the whole goal was like burning calories, time, sweating, you know, like just trying to be like, okay, I'm just like burning off of all the drinking I'm doing or all the food I'm having. And it just started creating this kind of really unhealthy relationship with my body and fitness and cardio was kind of like the only thing I knew, you know, in terms of exercise. Mm So I will say just one quick, one quick side story. So I grew up as an athlete as well. And I feel like since, you know, you were a dancer, I was randomly a squash player. We get so used to this idea that like our workouts are scheduled for us and planned for us that all of a sudden you get to this stage in life where you're like, wait, what am I supposed to do at the gym? So totally relate to this idea of like, I just get on the treadmill, I guess, right? That's how you work out. Totally. Because I was also like, okay, well, I'm not going to go to, I'm not going to like go to my college gym and like start dancing. Like how weird is that? (laughs) Like, it'd be like, okay, I'm just going to do this like whole thing. So I kind of, you know, and my friends were doing it. And like, it's so weird. I've had so many conversations with people and people that have done the same thing. They're like, yeah, we get on the treadmill and we watch the Food Network channel, which is so strange, but I feel like so many people do that (laughs) or have done done that. Like it's a weird, it's a weird, a very strange thing that I've had very many conversations about where it's like, I did that too. Um, but so, so yeah, you know, in doing, in doing the, the cardio is like my, you know, because of my scoliosis, I hadn't really had any issues with it, but it did start to kind of bother me. And I think it was like the pounding on the treadmill and just like the lack of body awareness altogether. I was like, my mind was like totally somewhere else. You know, I, I, 
and and not having that mind-body connection. It was like all about body. It was like, all right, I mm-hmm. want to look like this. I want to burn this. I want to do this. And, and it was just very un- like an unhealthy way of thinking about it. So anyway, I kind of continued on that path and I graduated from college and I immediately went into um, corporate. I got a job like right out of college. I worked in entertainment business at Lionsgate. And then later I, I went over to HBO um, and kind of like the same thing. I would like be sitting around. I was like, you know, my back was suffering. I was kind of, I was, I, I really did love my job. I loved my coworkers. Actually, I had some really amazing coworkers, but it was like, I felt like I was sitting there. I was like, what am I doing? I, I felt kind of, um, I know you didn't tell your story in the beginning here, but it kind of the same thing of like, you're like, okay, I get my stuff done really quickly. And now what, you know, like, what am I going to mm-hmm. do next? And I'm not the type of person that wanted to just like sit there and do nothing. So I was constantly kind of, I don't know, wanting, wanting more. And, you know, my back was suffering at the time and I was like, oh, so I'm, I'm in pain. And then I would like leave work and spend hours on the treadmill again. I would like go to work and then I would go to the gym for a couple hours and then I would be exhausted and drained and just depleted. And it was a cycle of like, I'd never felt good. I was always exhausted. I was just like, ugh, it was always a thing. And then I didn't do a ton with my friends. Cause I was like, okay, I have to work. I have to go to the gym and then I have to go home and then I have to sleep because I need all this energy to do it the next day type of thing, you know? And so, you know, I was on this cycle and I told a, a coworker of mine, I was like, Oh, my back is acting up. And she was like, Oh, you know, we have like really amazing insurance and you can take Pilates for like really cheap, like these private Pilates um, classes at a chiropractic, you know, center because of my insurance would pay for it because of my scoliosis. Um, And I had dabbled in in Pilates a little bit in college, but I think my mindset wasn't there at the time where I was like, you know, I was under the impression that you needed hours to work out. And so when we, when I would do like a 30 minute Pilates, I was like, oh, it's definitely not enough. Like, it's funny because Mm -hmm. now having that perspective, it's, you know, it was just, it was more so like where my mind was. I needed to like find this journey and I needed to get there and I needed to piece it all together, you know? So I started taking these classes and I just kind of like slowly started doing a little bit more Pilates, a little less cardio. I started just like feeling really good. There was this feeling of like, oh wow, like I feel good in my body. Like I, I can't really tell what it is. It was like such a new feeling and I would like leave feeling really good. I would still like go out and see my friends. I just had like a better relationship overall. So slowly it started to kind of, I did a little bit more Pilates, a little bit less cardio. And I would just have like the, I was, I was also, I was searching more for the feeling inside that I was feeling mentally and physically. And I just felt like it, like, it was just, there was something so beautiful that like kind of came over me. It was like, I felt like my relationships were better. There was all these different things that really clicked for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the, the math, the math nerd in me or the, whatever you want to call it, but I was like, I got to learn more. I got to know like the science behind this. I want to know like, why is this, like, why am I feeling this way? Blah, blah, blah. So I started researching Pilates programs and it was the one I wanted was like the, it was super extensive. It had anatomy. It had all of these different pieces and it was super expensive. It was like six grand. And I was like, I can't, I can't afford this, but you know what? I'll start saving up. Maybe I'll come up with some money. Long story short, my grandma ended up dying and she left me the exact amount of money for the Pilates certification. And it was like no such, so it was like this moment. And I would talk to her kind of after I would take Pilates classes and yeah. like, that was my moment. She was in Hawaii and I was in California. So the time difference like always oh, that's worked. So beautiful. And like, I was like, Oh my God, I'm taking this as a sign of course. And so I um, took the money and signed up immediately. And I was so grateful at the time that I had been working for HBO because they, you know, it was close to the Pilates certification place. They were kind of like, 
you know, the fact that I did my job and I did my work, they were super lenient about the fact that I would like work, do a little bit of Pilates before. Sometimes I would leave during lunch, which I don't know if they knew, maybe now they will. <laughs> um, but then I would do it afterwards. And I was really able to kind of do this side by side, I guess, job. I was like, kind of like hustling. I was working, I was just working so many hours of every single time of the day, but it was because I was doing something that I was so passionate about that I felt like it helped me so much get out of this cycle that was so damaging for myself that it was more so like, I was like, okay, I want to learn more for myself, but I also really want to spread the word. It was like this instinct to share it with other people that maybe were going on this journey and being like, no, there's a better way. There's a, there's Mm -hmm. such a better way to live your life and feel. And also it was like this protectiveness of, um, you know, long-term health too, something that I had never thought about. And I was in my twenties and I was like, okay, well, I guess, I guess, yeah, like now it makes sense why we should be thinking about it this early. So yeah, I I ended up doing, I ended up like working side by side. I like worked at HBO for a long time. I did Pilates. I started after I got certified, I would just take clients during lunch and after, after work and just kind of like kept hustling in that sense where I was like, okay, I'm like too afraid to just do Pilates because it's a, it's more of like a freelancer style. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like you get paid for the hours you, you teach. You also have to get clients, you know, like that's like a really challenging thing. And it's a super competitive market. And I just was like, I started collect, I started like, you know, I started getting clients through other clients and people would just kind of continuously spread the word. And it was just like, so beautiful how people, um, the clientele that I ended up working with, it was like people that were kind of like either on the same journey as me or like what I had kind of been going through and still working on at the time, or were like, way older women who I had no experience with childbirth, but they like trusted that I knew enough about the body because I went through all of this anatomy and prenatal Mm -hmm. and all of these things that felt, I was really careful about the knowledge piece of it. Like I wanted to know everything. Like I, I'm not, I like did not want to go in being like, I don't know what to do. I didn't want to hurt anybody. I wanted like everything. I was like, I want to come in to be like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to have all this like stuff for you. Um, so I just worked with people of all different walks of life, all different sizes, ages. I mean, everything. It was really, it was amazing. And so finally I was like, okay, I think, I, I don't think I want to work corporate anymore. And of course, like, that's probably the, one of the scariest things. Like I had a great salary. Yeah. I was making a ton of money. I was able to live the life I wanted to live. Um, but I was like, okay, so how am I going to do Did you this? have like an aha moment where you were like, okay, now, or was this slowly building over time? I feel like it, it was, I was dating a DJ at the time. It's really funny. Like this piece of it, like he had such a life that was, um, it, it was like, he could kind of like do anything. It was like all, go of, with he, the like flow. It, was, it was like very go with the flow. Um, and I remember thinking like, oh yeah, that's nice. I also like kind of hated it too at the same time. I was like, ooh, I hate the fact that it's so go with the flow, but there's something kind of like nice about it. So so yeah, it, I don't know if it was necessarily like an exact aha moment. It was probably like, I, I think what happened and now actually I haven't really thought about this until now. I feel like I got so burnt out with doing both that it was mm-hmm. like, a, okay, you have to make a decision now. Like, where are you going with this? You're basically like, I was like, I w- I'm basically working two jobs here, I'm working my yeah. corporate job and I'm doing Pilates full time. Basically I would have like six clients a day or something, which is six hours of, of teaching. Um, That's a lot with a full-time job as well. <laughs> it's a lot, but, but HBO, I mean, they, 
they're they were I, at this was I mean 15 years ago but they were just so amazing like their hours were great you could like make your own hours it was mm-hmm. it was really such a such a great transition there so I knew that I didn't want to just leave my steady corporate job and go into more freelance work where I was always relying on people because I start what I started to realize I was like oh people travel and they're gone for three weeks and like you don't get paid <laughs> for those three weeks you know there was like a little bit of that and so so yeah I what I what I did was I started I started kind of just like opening up my eyes to a little bit more like okay maybe I can do some sort of um like managerial work at a Pilates studio, maybe something mm-hmm. that had like a very small salary, but at least it's like you're guaranteed something and you can kind of learn the business yep. aspects about it. So um, I can't actually remember how, oh, I ended up, I ended up taking a job um, just as a Pilates instructor at Equinox in West Hollywood, um, just as like a way to like, okay, I can get some more clients here. It was closer to where I was living at the time. I was working in Santa Monica, but I was living in West Hollywood area. So I was like, okay, it's close. I can maybe pick up a couple clients. I also get access to the gym. I was like, cool, this is like awesome. Make some friends or something, you know? Um, And so when I started there, I started getting a ton of clients and they asked me to take over the manager spot at the Equinox um, of the Pilates studio. So they were like, okay, well, if you want to, you know, you can, you can do the management spot, but you have to like, it was like 20 hours a week or something that I had to be there. And I had to kind of facilitate this, the studio. So I think that was that moment where I'm like, okay, so this is kind of exactly what I was looking for. Like this was the transition I was looking for is something that's like kind of steady. Um, I can learn a little bit of the business side of it in case at some point in my life, I want to start a business, which now I find invaluable. Yeah, um, I was going to ask if you always like knew you wanted to become an entrepreneur or if you were totally set on corporate world, like the corporate career path and then sort of pivoted as you found this love if, for... It really, it really was like finding a passion, to be honest. It was like, I didn't really know, you know, like I got a job right out of college um, and I I liked it. I was like, oh yeah, I guess I like having a steady paycheck, you know, Mm -hmm. like that was really nice. And you're in your low twenties. So like money at the time being able to like support yourself is kind of great. Huge. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And so I, I don't think I really like fully I didn't really ever fully think about it until I, it was like that moment of like, oh, wow, I love this. And it's like in my body, it's in my mind. It it was like so all encompassing that I felt like that was that moment where I'm like, oh yeah, this is something I want to do. And I wasn't really sure where I wanted to take it. I knew I wanted to like work with people. And I think that that was like, that was something that was really special is being able to work directly with people, which actually will circle back when we start getting to the pandemic part of this story because it's, yeah, I'm such a hands-on person. And so, yeah, it was kind of like, I didn't, the entrepreneurial side, I guess, I don't know if it was there before. I'm trying to think if it was there, like when I was working or even in college or anything like that. I don't know. I don't think that was like something I, I dreamt about as a young mm-hmm. child, if that's what you're asking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I, when I, when I got the Equinox job, I kind of was like, all right, I think I'm just going to do it. I can always, I guess, go back to corporate. Like I had mm-hmm. some great connections. I was really great at my job. And I was like, you know what? I feel confident that if this doesn't work out, I'll go back to corporate. Um, and so I like called up my mom and dad. I was like, hey guys. Um, <laughs> I was like, so I kind of uh, love Pilates so much that I'm going to ditch my job and I'm going to do this full time. And I was like, like, what are you going to say? 
Um, and there were there was a moment at first where they're like, okay, great. It's like, yes, we we will. They were so supportive, but you could kind of like hear it in their in their words, like, okay, this is kind of nerve wracking, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, I never asked for money since I was like 18 years old for them. I was always like, listen, I'm like, I will make it happen. I'm not going to ask you for money. I'm just going to like. Yeah hustle and figure it out. I will get it done. Um, and so I did it. I like told my boss, I was like, all right, I think I'm done. I'm going to do this. And they were all like, okay. <laughs> like <laughs> That was a, a very a, a huge 180 there, you know, but yeah, so I, I ended up starting to work there and, you know, learning some business side. It, it was, it was mostly just like facilitating the studio, making sure it ran well and making sure that we got clients in, but it really just allowed me to, um, to just build up my clientele and, and keep that going, you know, and working with people and just really getting experience of different people. I feel like that was the piece that, you know, it was years and years of just working with just so many people, men, female, everybody, you know, it was like all these different bodies and just getting that experience was, was amazing. And then I got pregnant, I got married, I got pregnant and I was like, okay, we're, you know, I, I worked all the way up until, until we had our first daughter and we were living in LA and then there was a, right, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to take some time off. I told all my clients, they were like, no, 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 you can't take time off. And, you know, at this time it's funny. Cause like now you could, we could do things virtually and like, it's like, just, no big deal. That's just how life is like, but, yeah. like, but you know, I was like, well, I can't bring my baby there. And it would just be, so I just, I was like, I'm going to take some time off. And so we ended up deciding at that moment, my husband went to NYU and he's like a true New Yorker at heart. And you could just tell that he was always like, when we met, he was doing, um, he was bi-coastal New York and LA, but moved to LA for me like permanently. And I could tell that, you know, he always wanted to come back. So when she was really young, my daughter, she was like, I think she was like nine months or so. We decided we were like, all right, we're going to pack up everything. We're going to get rid of everything we have out here. And we're going to move to New York and just figure it out. I, so. As a native New Yorker, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, but you know, it's, we had, we had a friend who let us um, stay in their place in Tribeca for like a month. They were out of town. They're like, try it out. See what you like. And I was like, mm -hmm. this is amazing. I pack my baby on. I just walk around. I can like, I can grab like a water if I need a water on the side of the street without getting in my car. Like what? This is so cool. So I like fell in love in a second, um, which is why we ended up, you know, making the transition and mm -hmm. moving. Um, but anyway, long story short, I, I took some time off, you know, I took some time to be with her. Um, I think it was like a very interesting moment for me to, to go from, you know, dancing my whole life to that cardio, to that Pilates and feeling so in tuned with my body and with other people into like, and then going into kind of this place where I was like, okay, it's me and my baby. And my husband was working a ton and traveling and, and I wasn't really working out. I was just kind of like, just in such this like amazing mom mode where I was like, I'm just, just be my baby and not really thinking about <laughs> myself. Um, but then I started, you know, being like, okay, you know, I feel like I want to tap into these, you know, these things again. And I want to feel my body again and get all these, you know, pieces together because I know how helpful it is in the rest of your life, um, <laughs> you know, obviously. Anyway, have another baby, kind of same, same thing, kind of like keep going and have another baby. And then, you know, when I had my second baby, we were like, okay, I think maybe it's time. Maybe we like hire a little bit of help. You know, I feel like mm -hmm. it was a lot. They were both 
they're exactly two years apart. So, you know, one was two, one was zero. And they were just yeah. like such tiny babies. I was like, I think we need to like hire some help. <laughs> and so then we hired somebody to kind of come in and, and help us so that I was able to at least like go out and do some things. And I kind of like started getting back into exercise, but still not having a ton of space and a ton of time and all of these things. And I was always trying to like get in a little workout while they were sleeping because I still Mm -hmm. wanted to be near them, even though I knew somebody was helping them. It was like this thing. Um, So I started, I started kind of like playing around with this small stability ball that I had at home. And I would, I kind of used, used um, all of my Pilates background to kind of create some moves for myself that I knew that I needed. Like I needed to tap into my low abdominals again. I needed to, Mm -hmm work through some trauma in the hips and also connect into my pelvic floor and open up my chest and all of these different things. So I started, I started kind of um, playing around with some moves. And then anyway, I was like, you know what, I think I want to get back to work. I, I'm like feeling it in my body. The, the motivation is there. The, the creative juices are flowing. And so I um, started taking clients again and it was really amazing. Like some of my really good friends were like, we'll be your first client. So it was so sweet that they were like so supportive and, and let me teach them again to like get back into it. And, mm-hmm. and so at the mean, and then also in the, in the meantime, I was creating, I was creating be the method at the time, not really, you know, I wasn't really doing much with it, but it was like in my body and the moves were there. And so I would slowly start to kind of test out the moves on them. Like, you know, my private clients, I was like, Hey, like, we're going to do a little bit of this. And they ended up really loving it. And, and there was a moment when somebody asked me, they're like, are you ever going to teach like a class, you know, cause private sessions are so expensive and, and mm-hmm. it's not accessible to everybody. You also have to like work off of somebody else's schedule. And the machine classes were expensive at the time. This is like pre, this is before the you know, now you can take like reformer classes all around mm-hmm. the city or everywhere for a decent price, you know? Um, right. So I, st- so somebody had asked me, you know, are you going to ever teach a class? And I was like, you know, that's such a great idea. And I really wanted to, I wanted to share some of these moves I'd created because I was like, they're, they're so, they just feel so good the way that it connects your mind mm-hmm. and your body and it's meditative and it's low impact and it's healing and, and, just so strengthening and challenging. And I like, I was feeling it and seeing it in my body where I'm like, wow, I'm like actually tapping into these muscles that I thought I would never be able to tap into again, you know? And, um, so I ended up, you know, teaching a class out of a store space. I had a friend who had a store in Tribeca and he was like, you can use my space if you'd, you know, if you'd like to teach some classes. And I was like, yeah, I guess like, I think I, I think I want to. So I kind of like had a a mic, like a mic attachment. It was like an 80s style with like a little pack on my waist and like a little thing like this. And I would make playlists. And um, and then the way that you would sign up for your class was kind of word of mouth. It, it was, mm-hmm. you know, people, I had like, I started, this is what happened. I started an Instagram because I was like, okay, people need to be able to find me, I guess, mm-hmm. to sign up. So I was like, all right, I'm going to start an Instagram. Yeah. So I started an Instagram and then people would DM me and it kind of became this like underground class that, that had the community that was built was, was probably the most beautiful thing. It was people were coming and making friends and it was always like a little bit of an event style where afterwards you could have a little bite to eat and a drink of coffee and we would sit there and chat and just make friends and just like, this sounds so fun. (laughs) It was, it was so fun. It was really, really great. We had, we had such a great time. Um, but that was kind of like the start of the importance of community and what that, Mm -hmm 
and like just how different it is when you have a strong community of people that are super supportive and people that come in are like, you know, pumping you up and ready to, you know, ready to like be there and support you yeah. like in a very true way. Um, and then the pandemic hit. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I, I ended up teaching classes at another place br- very briefly and the pandemic hit. You know, it, I had been approached by Vimeo uh, maybe like a month before the pandemic. And they were like, you know, hey, we would we think that maybe you're going to want to go online, you know, do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do a digital platform. And I was like, yeah, I guess this is a good idea. Because I had a lot of, a lot of, I mean, you know, I New Yorkers like are always traveling, especially at like very specific times of the year. So there would be times when like people were out and they're like, what do I do on the road? Like, I can't, I can't work out with you. Um, so it had already kind of been in my mind to create an online platform, but I didn't, I was like, I don't know, like, is there a market for this? Would people even join on? And so I kind mm-hmm. of like put it on hold a little bit. And then when the pandemic hit, my husband was like, this is going to be years. And I was like, no way in hell. This is going to be like, <laughs> this is going to be two weeks. I'm going to be back at it. Like you're so wrong here. And of course he was so right. He's always <laughs> very right. <laughs> Just like, um, but you know, here we are years later. And so, yeah. you know, what I did was like that very, I, I remember I, the kids ended school on March 13th. I stopped teaching my classes on March 13th. Mm-hmm. And the next day it was like, just, I, I just knew for myself, I was so scared and just like so anxious. And I, and I knew that I was like, the only thing I really know how to handle this right now is to like, mm-hmm. to move and breathe and be with my community and have these conversations and be real about my own thoughts and just be like, okay, well, we're just going to like give ourselves this moment. That's not, you know, doing something like heavy lifting and something that makes you so mm-hmm. exhausted and almost like the opposite of what you're trying to feel like something that you will leave you feeling that. And, you know, I knew that my method provided that. So I took it to Instagram kind of right away. And I was like, all right, I have no idea how to use this. I'm going to turn on this live feature. And I was like, hello. Like I've never taught, <laughs> I had like never really taught online or to yeah. myself also, you know, you're like, people are there, but it's, you're, they're not there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I just, started teaching there and it just was kind of the same thing. We started building this like very real community where people Mm -hmm. would join on and saying hi to each other. And it was just, um, it was just really awesome. And people were opening up and sharing their experiences and just being so, so real and open and honest, not to repeat, but like, that's really what, what it was. And um, so then I kind of was like, you know what, I think I'm going to create an online platform. Live streaming was a huge, huge thing for me. I really wanted that feature because that's where it all started. I wanted to be Mm -hmm. able to like have this moment of, you know, coming together and talking and, and like having a place for us. And so, you know, I, I started kind of building, building the app, uh, you know, alongside teaching these live stream classes on Instagram for about five months or so. Um, and finally we launched, launched in August, 2020 and, um, yeah, the support of the community and everybody has been just unbelievable. And I, and I think that it really like having that feeling of building a business and a community in the pandemic, Mm -hmm. it's one of those, like we rely on each other so much. And I just launched a Facebook group, which is which I was like, is anybody going to participate and share some stuff there? Cause I know it can be a little scary, like sharing some stuff about you, but yeah. everybody is like sharing things that you're like, Oh my gosh, yes, I have that. I have that feeling also, or yes, I feel like this. Mm-hmm. And then people chiming in and just being like, this is my experience. And, um, and that's really like what I want in life and friends and all of that. I don't know about you, but like, it's just like one of those. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. That, that's Community. What, that's so what important. We're looking for. Yeah. 
you know, before we started recording, you were talking a little bit about authenticity and I'd love to hear how you feel like authenticity has probably helped create this community, right? Is being real and talking about these real things that we're all dealing with, especially, you know, two and a half, whatever years into the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think one of, one of my, um, one of my pet peeves, which I feel like could be a little controversial is toxic positivity is a sense mm-hmm. of like everything being so awesome. And you're like, you can do it. Yes, you can. And it's just like positivity, like fed at you left and right. And I feel like that can be really damaging to like somebody who is going through something or not going through something, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you're just feeling like, oh, okay, I, well, I always have to be positive. Like, why do I always have to be positive? Why do I have to like change my mind frame to be positive? Like, maybe I want to like use this moment of my life or whatever I'm feeling to really, um, I don't know, learn from it or grow mm-hmm. or, or help somebody else or meet somebody or something like that. And so I try to really like live by that is like, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to be very real and in the moment and, and, you know, trying to be helpful, but without being like fake about it, you know, like if I'm mm-hmm. feeling something, it's like, I'm going to share it like, you know, in our, in our live streams and commenting or whatever it is in any conversation. But I think it also helps other people be authentic to themselves also mm-hmm. and authentic in, you know, the way that they're sharing. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm feel like I'm an oversharer. I love to share more than less. I feel like that's what I, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I get myself in yeah. these like situations where I'm like, Oh shit. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> okay. I said a lot. I told you a lot about how I'm feeling right now. How are you feeling? Like, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like that's the only way to go. I, I, you know, I'm, I guess in my later thirties. And so I feel sometimes like ancient in the fitness world a little bit. It's like everybody feels so much younger and just with like social media and all these like new mm-hmm. stuff coming out. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're just like being fed so much. And it's very hard to navigate what's real and what's not real. So yeah. for myself personally, because I'm always looking for like that real and I want to be able to like identify the difference. Um, I just feel like I can't not do that. You know, yeah. it just doesn't feel right. I don't like it. I've done it before too, where it's like, I'll be like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to like post this because I feel like it's kind of like fun and maybe people will like it or I don't know. And I was just like, I can't do it anymore. That's not, that's just like, not, that's not how I roll. <laughs> I just want to yeah. be like as authentic and real and, and real to myself and in the moment. So really it, even the, even the live stream classes, like on the app, like we'll have, we'll have a moment where I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing today. This is how I'm feeling. This is how I've been hearing Mm -hmm. feedback from you for the past week. And this is what I think that we all kind of need and really um, building out kind of a program so that it is kind of in the moment, which sometimes it can get to the point where I'm like, okay, it's in the early morning, right before class. And like, I've heard all of these things from people last night and I'm like, I need to regroup and like redo class in some way or another. But I feel like it's really, it's really beneficial. So. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that's why the community, you know, is so strong is that people feel that it's relatable and it's real and it's authentic. And it's not just this, 
we're all happy. Like you said, that toxic positive positivity that, yeah. you know, doesn't do anything. No one feels good after everyone's like, we're all great. It's like, well, no, we're not. And if we're going to not talk about it, then everyone's just going to feel worse. So. Yeah. Because then you also, you also go home or you go wherever and you're like, oh, am I the only one that's not feeling this? Yeah. Like, that's the feeling is like when you're feeling yeah. like everybody's like, yes, 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 yes. And then you're like, okay. And if I'm not feeling that, like, it's definitely just me which mm-hmm. it's not. It's probably everybody else who's doing this whole dance of being positive, you know, so. Yeah. So, yeah, and I feel, yeah, like, I feel, I feel like. There's a balance. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like the people, people want that. and People see that, and there is definitely, mm-hmm. like, and that's what I think it's, like, finding your people. Like, I know, I think I've shared this before with, with somebody else. I feel like this conversation, I'm like, or I'm having, like, major deja vu, but <laughs> my, my kids have this book called sweetie and it's about this like mole rat that finds her people you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. it was like every time I read it I'm always like oh yeah like that's what it is it's like you find your crew there's so many Mm -hmm. people out there like you don't have to be a part of anything that doesn't make you feel good or or you know isn't something you're looking for like there are spaces for everything so yeah yeah I'd love to um hear a little bit more about a like where do you get your motivation and also you know, if you have any advice, like someone like me, like I used to work out all the time. I was an athlete. It was part of my schedule. Now I work or I podcast and I like, it is such a struggle for me to get myself to go work out. And every time I do it, I'm like, Oh my God, I feel so much better. Why don't I do this more? But I don't know if you have any tips or suggestions for finding that motivation to get going on it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I find it, I have, like, I find it so amazing that people build out time for themselves at home. That is like one of the hardest things. So whenever I see people Mm -hmm. that are like, people are telling me how much they are doing the app and like very consistent. I'm like, you got like, this is like, I don't think you realize how amazing that is, is that you're like being able to be consistent because it's super challenging, especially when you're in your own space and you're looking around and you're like, okay, well, I have to clean this or I have to do that, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I really, it's, it's kind of just like build, almost like building out a few days out of the week. And like what I, what I tell everybody, I'm like, it's not, it's not like building out 60 minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you'll, you'll, you can start by just doing a few minutes and you'll start to be like, okay, well I'm here already. I've done, <laughs> I've like made the effort to get here and change. Like, and you're going to do a little bit more. And it's really just like kind of start starting, you know, just like telling yourself like, all right, you know, I'm just going to try a little and being very mm-hmm. realistic on, on your goals and being like, I'm just going to do a little for this. Like whether it's, you know, I, I want to, like, I want to just release my mind. I want to breathe or maybe, you know, whatever it may be. I think, I think just starting, starting small, I think starting small is always the best way to do it. Or like building out, building out a little space in your, in your place also, yeah. like a little, I feel like having like a little designated area. But I think also like bringing a friend in is always fun. Yeah. Where it's like, I know a lot of people on the app, like a lot of, it's a lot of friends doing it together. And that's, what's kind of fun is like, you can, you know, FaceTime and do a class together or something. But, but I think once you start and you gift that self, gift yourself that feeling and like, you know, like with me, and I tell people this, so there's a lot of people that are still like, you know, I'm still kind of on that cardio loop and I'm trying to get to this place. And like, how mm-hmm. do you get to that place? And it's, t- it takes time, you know, it's like knowing yeah. that like, it's not going to happen overnight and you have to be like kind to yourself if you're not, you know, even if you're like saying like, oh, I'm still going on the tre- treadmill a ton, I'm still feeling this way. And I still am like, you know, trying to look at how many calories I burn, just being like, 
you know, mindful of your, your own self and the fact that Mm -hmm. it is a journey and it's not going to happen overnight, but you make just little changes and do little things for yourself that do make you feel better or do, you know, help your mind and body connect. And and it's, it, it, yeah, it'll, it'll get there. You just have to, you have to tell yourself to, that you are like worth taking a little bit time for, you know what I mean? And, And then how valuable that is in, in the rest of your life. You know, I know like for me, like if I, on the weekends, I try to take some time off from work, which is funny. Cause I'd like know that I need a little bit of a workout just for my mental health and just mm-hmm. like releasing my back and stuff. But it also is work at the same time. So I try to separate that, but I can feel the difference when I, when I don't even give myself even 10 minutes, it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. I'm just like tight. I just need just a little bit of a release. And yeah. And it just helps. Yeah. With every, it helps. With As you're saying else. all this, I'm like, trying to like unhunch, you know, like yeah. so used to, yeah, sitting like this all day working. It's like so important for so many reasons. It's, I mean, it's funny because everybody does that. It's funny. Like with my job, yeah. it's like, yes, I, I teach my method and I work so much on opening up, but like a lot of what I do also is on the computer. So I'm like mm-hmm. trying to be mindful of that too. And, and, you know, part of it is like giving yourself like a moment to even stand up and walk around fresh yeah. air helps. So when you're talking about like motivation, even like, like removing yourself for a second and just getting up and like getting some fresh air will kind of like mm-hmm. reset you and get your mind going like that. But yeah. <laughs> do you ever have to deal with trolls? You know, I, I don't really a ton. And I think part of it was kind of the way that the community was formed in mm-hmm. the pandemic. It was like, we were so, um, everybody was just like, so respectful of each other, you know, and, and just like mm-hmm. respectful of, I'm not sure. I don't know if maybe, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a ton. Of, I don't have a ton of trolls. I feel very, very lucky in that sense. Maybe they're there and just not saying things to me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when you were building the app out, you know, were like, were there any challenges with that, especially since it was the pandemic and how did you ensure that that had, that reflected your vision for what this was going to become? Yeah, I think, you know, I had created, I had created my method. So uh, maybe like, I want to say like a year before the pandemic and I had such a clear vision of what I wanted out of the method. Mm -hmm. Um, but when, you know, with the app, it comes like all these different things, color scheme. And like, you know, there's all of these different things when you're kind of creating this whole thing. And my husband, you know, he, he helped so much kind of help facilitate some of that. And like, it was the, our first, our first day on Instagram live. Like you can see this wall over here. This is my work wall, but it was like white. And I had like a wall socket and you could see the progression of it. Like all of a sudden one day it was like the wall was a different color. And I was like, Hey guys, <laughs> like we're, we're kind of making this. And then like the, the wall socket was painted the same color as the wall. And then like the next week it was like fully removed and it was just like a flat wall, but it took time and you can't, we couldn't get a lot of things during the pandemic. So like getting lights and like microphones and all of these things was such, such hard work, but, but you know, my business is a lot. My, I mean, my husband is, is kind of like the behind the scenes guy that helps out tremendously with the mm-hmm. business and a lot of different things. So it was really nice to be able to work together during the pandemic and, and kind of build this together because a lot of it, there's a lot, a lot of pieces that <laughs> you don't yeah. anticipate when you're like, I created this method and I love to move. And then you're like, okay, but what about this and this and this? And I was like, oh my gosh, like there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot of pieces. <laughs> was it, were there any challenges like working with your husband? 
Yeah. I mean, I think because I get so, I, my personality is to be like so hyper-focused. Like when I'm like in something, I'll like go like this and like have like blinders on and like, this is mm-hmm. how I want it. This is how I want it. Um, and like constantly I would be like, nope, nope, this is how I want it. This is my vision. Like I want it like this. And he was like, mm-hmm. but I'm just trying to help. And I feel like you might like this. Like if you open up your eyes, like in the nicest way. And I was just like very much like, no, this is how I want it. Um, so I think like that was the challenge in the beginning because I was so deep in it. You know, I was like mm-hmm. trying to, I was like trying to build it. I was teaching, I was going through like, you know, the traumas of the pandemic that you don't actually, like, I feel like now we're just kind of unpacking all of that yeah. trauma, you know, like during the time I was like, no, I'm totally fine. Totally fine. Like I'm, I'm yeah. so happy. Meanwhile, like, you haven't like left your house in five days. Like. Right. And I have two kids downstairs, like learning on zoom, yeah. you know, oh, and like, geez. it was just like all of that. I'm like, I'm totally fine. Everything's good. But, but, um, I think, I think what it was just like, so I feel like it was also so great for myself to kind of learn a lot more about myself too. You know, it was Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah. Like if I, like when I started kind of letting, letting him in and letting him into the business and working together, it was like so beautiful having these conversations together because we were both so passionate about creating this and, and so I feel like it ended up bringing us closer. Like the beginning, it kind yeah. of, we started to go like this. We were like, to, we were kind of like going separate ways. It was hard. It was hard to connect. It was like hard mm-hmm. to, you know, when you're building a business with somebody living together and not seeing anybody else and being under one roof, it was like, it was, it was challenging, but you know, I feel like we kind of, we kind of like went full circle and then now it went like this, like we were like going apart and then it came yeah. back and now we're like, we just like, are like, yes. And we have all these ideas and. And I feel like a lot of it was like me growing as a person, I want to say. Well, that's why I asked is like, I can't imagine it not being challenging, especially then like working with your partner and then also having all those added circumstances. But it sounds like you guys, like you said, it brought you together and actually made things stronger and and better in so many ways. And, you know, power couple. I love I love when businesses have, you know, partners working together, um, husbands and wives. I think that's amazing. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah type yeah, of partnership you have. I think it's amazing. Yeah. It's been really, it's been really great. It's sometimes, sometimes we have to like, like there was one night the other night, it was like 1130 and we were still like working on like just some random work stuff. And you have to kind of be like, all right, we're drawing the line. Like we're going, we're like not talking mm-hmm. about it. We're doing something else, um, but we're, we're getting, we're getting there. And I think, I think we, I think we finally are like, okay, business is business. You know, we can separate the two. Now that things are opening up, we can do things. Yeah. Like I have my first um, in-person event in the beginning of April. And I'm like, so excited to just like hug people. I'm like, how many hugs can I give? Like without it being like <laughs> so aggressively awkward, I'm like such a big hugger and hold for so long that people are gonna be like, Oh my gosh, I didn't expect this to happen, but <laughs> ready to, ready to get out there. <laughs> I would love to hear where you sort of see things, you know, five years from now, or like what your future vision is for be the method. Yeah. I mean, part, part of it is, is really like finding ways to bring the community community together. Um, obviously like the app, I want to continue it as is. I would love to keep teaching live streaming. I, mm-hmm. I am constantly um, creating and there's no class on the app that's the same. So it's always, mm-hmm. and there are hundreds and hundreds of videos. So it's always kind of like finding this evolution of the method and what's missing and what is needed there. So part of that is is, you know, the community sharing things about their body that they're not telling me what they need in the class, but I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is what you need. So it's kind of evolving the, the library, um, 
of videos for everybody. I have so many ideas of things. I'm constantly kind of rolling out certain things. Like I just rolled out a stretch and flexibility class and everybody's like, oh, great. This is going to be such a nice, peaceful way to like stretch. And then afterwards, they're like, why was that so challenging? (laughs) Why was that a full workout? Um, like, because that's part of it, you know, it still is, it still is going to be that, but we're working on different elements. So I want to keep kind of building up, um, a platform. So it's a place where you can kind of get a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that, you know, meditate, like you can do moving meditation. So that's what I like to do is find Mm -hmm. this kind of meditation, meditative state while moving, but then you're challenged and work and, and you get a good workout in. So so it's evolving that way, but really trying to, you know, find ways to bring the community together. I'm looking at doing retreats and, and you know, more in-person classes and, and just kind of continuing, continuing that. I feel like I need to look a little further. Like I said, I'm very like in the moment. So I'm kind of like yeah. so hyper-focused on what's happening this year. Um, but I'm, no, sure, I'm sure things will come up this year that will be like, okay, now we'll start planning a little bit further out. But I really like to kind of, um, yeah. I guess, gather in the moment and have those conversations. I feel like after the first, after our in-person class, it's going to be very eye-opening, you know, when you yeah. like see people that you haven't seen during the pandemic or haven't had, you've totally. had like online communications with and you see them in real life. You're like, I feel like I know you, but we've never met in real life. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, my last question for you, I ask this in every interview, it's my favorite question, is what do you feel is one of your greatest accomplishments? Oh my gosh. My greatest accomplishment. One of, yeah. (laughs) That's such a big question. I'm like, oh no, I can't butcher this one. Um, I feel like, I mean, I I know it's like kind of cheesy sounding as like becoming a mom, but I really feel, I really feel like being there for my family and trying to like navigate work and family. I feel like I've, I, I really like put in the work there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily like an accomplishment or not, but there is something it definitely is. like, it feels, it feels like a huge challenge and it feels like work always to like really, um, kind of have that balancing act. But yeah, no, I think that's an amazing answer. Will everyone go download be the method and thank you so much for taking the time to be on boss ladies. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Boss Ladies. Check back next week for a new episode. Visit us at www.bossladiespodcast.com for more information about the show or follow us at Boss Ladies Podcast on Instagram. Rate, like, and follow the show on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Mm-hmm.